Hey everybody, this is Steve Haverly. I'm running for mayor of Tacoma and you are listening to the Dave and Steve show. Previously on the Dave and Steve show. Show number 80 of the Dave and Steve show. I am Steve sitting right alongside me and we are 47 miles is Tracy and Parsa known and my good friend Dave. Yeah. This, this this isn't this isn't Davy J down on on Skid Row drinking Mad Dog 2020 every night to try and get a little bit of a buzz. I remember 1978 on the uh, subject of uh, episode 78. I got the chicken box. The chicken box? <laughs> yeah, the chicken box. Is that is that it's, the extra crispy more, or or, or more, the original no, no. recipe? No, we couldn't afford a bucket of chicken. I got to get the chicken so box. The chicken box, and uh, I was, I was in the bathroom. Couldn't afford the chicken bucket, so he got the chicken box. <laughs> so, so my yeah. I guess what you could say is my penis is the equivalent of a dad bod. It's not anything. It's not. It's not awful, but it's not anything I need to show off anytime soon. Have either of you, I mean fully, have you ever been naked in public? <laughs> you ever seen a grown man naked? Have either of you ever been fully naked in public? Nine years ago in uh, San Marcos, Texas, which is uh, beautifully situated. And Steve's Austin taking his and, shirt off. All right. San Antonio, yeah. So Steve is shirtless. The, uh, and when they open it up, the card's in there that they originally selected. And it blows their minds every time. And I usually, just to make it fun for me, I, I put the card somewhere else each time. I have it appear in different locations. But it is one of those things where, like, you do me a favor and check your underwear. Yeah, where now and whoa—that's <laughs> how he showed me that trick. I was like, whoa, wow. Yeah. yeah, no, really, reach way up in there. Get your finger up in there. You'll feel it. There it is. You feel that? Okay. So uh, get it under the screw. That's crazy. Uh, well, you said you wanted a, the uh, the weird brought, and right. since we have cameras on, uh, the, the 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 weird eye bring is uh, is probably a hat. Now we're on the hook for some hot chocolate, right? And we Wendy walks in, she takes the she opens the refrigerator and she shakes the milk. She's like, "Do we have any more milk?" I'm like, "No, no, we don't." <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. Well, I, guess, I buy the milk. Guess who's running to the store? Is yeah, this trick she's where like, she tells you to look in your underwear for milk. <laughs> go, yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. She says, go "Wow, get a gallon!" Whoa. <laughs> Show number. Seventy-nine of the Dave and Steve Show. I am Dave. Sitting right alongside me, a mere twenty-seven miles away, is Steve. Hey, gentlemen, so close to eighty. And from parts unknown, the lovely and buxom Tracy. You can imagine how stupid I feel having my gutters cleaned last week. By the time what? you listen to this, it will be it will probably be Tuesday, if I had to guess. This episode that you're listening to right now, seventy-nine of the Dave and Steve Show. We had to move mountains to get this to happen. We had a couple of starts and stops. We had a, what they call a, I don't think we actually got hit by it, but we were supposed to have this thing called a bomb cyclone that was supposed to rock the area. Instead, all we got was a lot of really heavy rains and winds, but I think the bomb cyclone was further south. Tracy had some issues that we're going to get to in just a second. But the short answer is we were supposed to have this show up yesterday we typically record these shows anywhere between a thursday and a sunday so i think once in a blue moon we've done a sunday show so it's typically somewhere between thursday and saturday honestly and then we put the shows up on monday 
This time we're literally recording this week's episode that should have gone up this morning on Monday, and we're going to post it on Tuesday. And we apologize for that, but it's it, sometimes these things just can't be helped. I mean, I, I'm I'm the one who typically records these shows, and I didn't have power, and I didn't have internet, and we had we had trees down everywhere in the area, and it was all a big nasty thing. So we're bringing you a shorter show tonight. We're going to keep this really short and sweet and have some fun. But before we get to the fun part, we got to... And see, this is the thing. This is how out of sorts I am. I just realized I'm not even standing. I always stand for these shows. I'm, yeah, I, I thought you were standing. I'm, no, I'm literally sitting down. I got Now I got to raise my desk. And in the meantime, while my desk is raising, Tracy, how about you tell us about the fun you had last week? Yeah, last week was uh, one of the more fun weeks that I've had really in a long time. It was uh, the same week that my work thought it would be a good idea for everyone to go back to work for a certain number of days. Yeah. And so, because, uh, the, and, uh, sure there's safety concerns, but I mean, hell they've, you know, they've put out some hand sanitizer, so come on, it's going to be <laughs> fine. So, uh, my, uh, my kids, <clears throat> my, I have a kindergartner and a sixth grader at, at, uh, at a physical brick and mortar school. Uh, my high schooler has high school, like just right next to me. It's nice and that so, Amazon hasn't put that brick and mortar school out of business. Right. Yeah. No kidding. It's just, uh, but, uh, anyway, so, uh, the, um, they've, uh, they're going to school and then, uh, we find out that, uh, Hey, they've had a couple of teachers come down with a certain sickness that's going around the world and, uh, and eight kids. And so they said, you know, that's about enough. We're going to send all of the kids of his grade home. And so I thought <clears throat> I should get them tested. And I did. Uh, so it wasn't like the SATs. He didn't have to study for them or yeah, anything like right. that. He just went ahead and just swab his nose and stuff like that. So, uh, so Sunday night, I find out the little jackass has uh, has COVID, and so so does my kindergartner. And so I know what's next. And sure <laughs> enough, it's uh, it's me getting COVID, and and my wife gets COVID too. And so uh, I'm fully vaccinated. That's uh, that's not that's not an issue. Uh, but uh, uh, but what's funny is, though, people have been telling me, like, well, did you get really sick? And I go, well, I was I was really sick for a short period of time. And they said, yeah, that's that tells you the vaccine's working. And I was like, yeah, I remember all those times I got just a touch of polio. <laughs> and uh, but the, that vaccine really uh, cut it out. And I only had uh, childhood paralysis uh, for a week instead of my whole stupid life. Shut up. So, I don't know that it worked at all, but to, to some extent it may have, Dave. I, I'm, just, un, I'm unclear. Just, just to be clear, when we started the show, we had we had one simple rule. This is how long we've been doing the show. We're 79 <laughs> episodes in, and we started this show with the pandemic in full swing. People had been sent home. They were working from home. The world had shut down. Yeah. That's when we started the show. <clears throat> we had one rule, and the rule was we're not going to talk about COVID on the air. We're going to take everybody's mind off of and put it on anything other than the pandemic that was currently ravaging the world. And then Tracy was like, well, hold my beer. We're going to talk about this because I say so. And if we have to, I will get it myself just so that we can talk about the pandemic. Yeah, it's, 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 it's actually kind of funny because uh, the uh, it's everybody wants to know like, hey, well, well, one of the things that happens when you get this is you can't go anywhere. And if your whole yeah. family gets it, you're, well, you're just, well, hope you went shopping because whatever you got, that's what you're eating. So, I mean, we basically had whipped cream for dinner tonight. That's fine. <laughs> I love whipped cream anyway. 
And uh, no, we've had people bring us meals. We've had people, many, many people um, asked to bring us things. And, and it's uh, we've uh, been treated graciously, of course. And uh, and uh, for the most part, the biggest inconvenience for us, thankfully, is that uh, we haven't been able to go anywhere and we haven't really been able to do anything. I have a tremendous amount of fatigue. And so uh, I, I get tired uh, very easily uh, doing something simple as uh, cleaning out the gutters or blowing leaves and stuff uh, out of my yard. Now, are people, I have to ask, are people bringing you, are they bringing you pre-cooked, or not pre-cooked meals, but prepared meals that you just kind of throw in the oven and you heat them up and they're good to go kind of thing? Is that what they're, or is it a... Yeah, pretty much. And I and I went ahead and I, there's a, I decided if, it, if this was going to happen, I would eat pretty much as disgusting as possible. Uh, to really help myself. And so uh, we do have a friend that really makes uh, a tater tot casserole that oh, I yeah. can pretty much embarrass myself with. Yeah. And so having been to her house uh, several times and enough times that when it's there, you know, I, I know that, you know, I'm a few extra miles on the bike. I'm going to, you know, to keep my figure in line, which, you know, you, you guys can see me the yeah. listeners can't but it's it's, it's, it's work it's, it's been hot though yeah I mean, and uh, you, so you keep it tight yeah thank you i appreciate you saying that so uh yeah so i contacted uh one family that brought the uh tater tot casserole over and i had it for breakfast i had a little bit for lunch i had a little bit for a snack and um the rest there's a little bit left i'll probably just take a it's me and the rest of the <laughs> tin a- in the bathtub casserole minute next week so we <laughs> see we had and that's the thing and I, this is not tracy's fault by any stretch because i mean the, it kind of fell through through a, a combination of things but this was supposed to be our halloween episode we were, we had a we were going to do an on location thing we were going to make a big deal out of it and then like i say all this stuff just sort of happened and so instead you just get a truncated version of a, a regular show and you get nothing else and you're going to like it steve what'd you do last week uh i you're going to you are not going to be happy with this, but I, it was a, it was a major milestone. I, um, I <laughs> cleaned the garage. Yeah. I w- worked on, worked on cleaning the garage and uh-huh. I am close. I am very close. You're not done? No, 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 no. I, I took everything off shelves and I'm, and I'm shifting everything up, but it is so much better in there. So much manageable, more man. So, so more much manageable. Yeah. There uh-huh. you go. You got yeah. it. Yeah. You got there. I got, nailed it. Yeah. So, um, that was, I mean, and that was kind of a big deal to, uh, to, you know, put that together. And I spent, I still have a lot of time to work on it, but, uh, I got now, other, I, I got I, other I, projects I'm, in the hoop. I'm being serious here because I I'll speak for myself and then I'll ask you the question. Typically these things come from one of two places and there's nothing else. There's no in between either you get a wild hair like if I have to, if I decide I'm going to reorganize something or I'm going to rearrange the furniture in my office or I'm going to do a deep cleaning or whatever it is, either I just decide it out of seemingly thin air or my wife tells me it needs to be done and I go do it. So which one of those two was it for you? Um, so it has been, it's been a pain in both of our butts for, uh, for a long time. And I just haven't had time to make it. So happen. she told you to. No, no, I wouldn't. I I honestly wouldn't say that. I would say, um, I would say that I, I I just got, I I got as fed up as, as Wendy, Wendy was getting with it as well. So I 
made the time, went out there and did it. And I put everything else on the back burner because I needed, I can't do it 15 minutes at a time. I have to do it, you know, six hours at a time. Yeah. Otherwise it's not going to work out. So really I, I had to make that, you know, happen, but I am not pretending that it was only bothering me. Like it was bothering Zach. It was bothering Wendy. Probably uh, not enough to do anything about it. Apparently. Well, not enough to take the initiative to like set those hours aside. That's a very fancy way of saying what I just said. Yeah. We didn't do anything about it. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't need to hear this. Okay. Um, you know what you do? I, you, you know what you do need to hear that you got to get that microphone in front of your face. Cause you're really okay. quiet tonight. All there right, it is. Fine. So I, um, so I went out, I spent a lot of time listening to music, listening to podcasts, listening to books and just working out there and get, and I've gotten a lot of stuff done and I'm really excited about it. I got rid of a whole bunch of stuff. Um, Zach now has a pickup truck that we got to take to the dump. We took that to the dump and it was awesome. Let's the talk man, about dump minute. The man can't yeah. go an episode without working in a dump run. Hey, Steve. Uh, <laughs> the, <laughs> no, I love going, love that dump. <laughs> love it. So, uh, so how much you said you, you went about six hours. How much do you think you have left? I probably have another six, seven hours left. All right. Yeah. If, if I do it right by taking, I have to read, you know, those, those sectional shelves that you put together, the yes. big, the big heavy duty ones. Once you get them put together, it, they're kind of meant to stay together. I have to take those apart again and then reshelve them so that they'll fit the right bins that we're working with. And then that's going to be, that's in that's going to be a big deal. And then I have, I'm going to put like hanging shelves over the top of my garage doors or my garage door that opens. And that's going to be, that is kind of its own like separate thing. Once I get that handle. Those shelves remind me of an erector set I had when I was younger. And uh, once I had put things together, I didn't want to take them apart and make anything else. I just, I just like to say, I appreciate Steve hooking the listeners because there's no way in hell they don't tune in next week to find out how the shelf situation turned out. This is, this is even better than driveway talk. I got some big news for that. Um, I will, I would like to report that our outdoor fireplace is complete. It is done. The stucco is finished and we have two gazebos back there. So, uh, winter, uh, winter entertaining, Will happen. Uh, Tracy's not invited because he has the COVID. But right, yeah, well, uh, it's natural. But uh, okay, now mean, you, now you have to come clean, Steve, because you said you listen to a lot of podcasts and music. How many episodes of the hottest podcast in the land, The Damn Truth, did you listen to while you were in the garage? Yeah, I was going to ask that too. So thank I you. I don't think I listened to any of the. Oh damn come truth on, now are we not honest with each other on the show? We you are. That's what it comes down to, really. Yeah. I don't listen to that during the day. Usually I record it and then I listen to it right afterwards to make sure that it's um, straight and that I don't listen to it after that. So, do, you, do you listen to it as you drift off to sleep? I did. I did last week. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Right. And I did fall asleep and I just figured it was probably fine. If you so, don't know, Steve's got another podcast. that's called The Damn Truth. D-A-M-M yeah. Truth. You can find it on iTunes and everywhere else podcasts are yeah. sold. We're going to listen yeah, to an it's episode fantastic. of it. Ironically, I, I listen to it every time I drift off to sleep, too. Yeah, we're going to listen to a full episode <clears> of it right now. <laughs> I've got it queued up. And uh, this is Steve's dad and the skunks. Here we go. Oh, my God. Uh, no. Uh, actually, I do. I, I on, In all honesty, I do want to hear something good, though. So let's find out what Tracy has in the headlines. 
And now, straight from the Dave and Steve Show news desk in beautiful Anytown, USA Plaza, it's Tracy Green with this week's headlines. What happened? Hey, you know what we should do since Tracy apparently isn't ready for the headlines? Do you mean mean, uh, the minute, maybe? Well, let's hear the minute. This is weird because we played the headlines. Do I have to play the headlines intro again after the minute? I, I'd play the I'd play the minute headline for the head I, for the headlines. Okay, I'd play Here, the minute intro for the headlines. Here's here's the minute, and then it, we're gonna go right into the headlines. So you're gonna hear that again. Be ready. During this time of year, we are often exposed to things that frighten us and fool our senses into thinking we see things that aren't really there. Now this week I faced something I had been dreading for a while that I knew would eventually happen, and sure enough I had to muster all of my strength to confront it head on. Yes, I had to cast a ballot for things like school board and water district commissioner. Now nothing makes me feel more powerless and weak than trying to figure out who is against our children and who is sufficiently anti-water. This has been Tracy's Facing the Real Fears in Life Minute. <laughs> so I know I said we'd go right in the headlines. I lied. I have a question. Right. So you were playing the music. You had the music in there. And, and it mm-hmm. just made me think, because you had said this was going to be a scary minute or a Halloween-centric minute. Right. Yeah. Did you guys have... So I remember Kiss, being a young kid and seeing Kiss for the first time. And Kiss kind of terrified me, but also sort of like... It was like they were a terrifying band, but something cool about them. I would say Alice Cooper was the same way, where I saw him and was like, well, this is scaring the shit out of me, but I kind of like it, and there's something appealing about this. And then I remember the one band slash artist who, when I saw them, I was just like, no, this is, I'm I'm not into this. This is actually terrifying. And it was King Diamond. The first time I saw King Diamond, I was like, no, this guy really believes in Satan, and this is going too far, and that might be real blood. And I remember how freaked out I was. Do you guys have a did did any band I'm talking specifically yeah. band ever bother you like that? Yeah, Merciful Fate, of course, sure. and this is right right out of the King Diamond thing. Yeah, yep. Merciful Fate uh, was a bridge too far. Yeah, for me, I was like, well, this is not this is not a gimmick. This feels like yeah. uh, feels like I'm th- I'm thirsty for blood after listening to one of their albums. Steve, you don't strike me as a guy who would mm. get intimidated or freaked out like that by by a band. Did you have a band that bothered you? Uh, I, I was trying to think of, I mean, I, I wanted to just come out and say Starland vocal band, but, um, uh, afternoon delight has really grown on me, <laughs> but, uh, I, I don't like there yeah. was one time with like, um, kiss came on when I, we had a babysitter over and the babysitter was like, you know, nobody's ever seen them without their makeup on. And I'm like, that doesn't sound true, but it also sounds like, how does that even work? That sounds kind of scary if that's yeah. if that's yeah. if that's the case. And this is a person that my parents thought to leave in charge of me. So she's got to have all the answers or at least most of them. So, yeah, yeah that w- but I wasn't really scared of them because then they showed a video of them dancing around and, you know, playing guitar. I'm like, <laughs> I am not concerned about these yeah, gentlemen. Yeah. When, uh, they're, when yeah. they're singing so about I, calling Dr. Love, they're not the most intimidating lyrical band in the world. Yeah. 
I am. I was not really. There wasn't really a band that they, really, they've got the cure you're thinking of. <laughs> yeah. I didn't really care for see. I I I didn't really care for seeing Gore. I it didn't freak me out or intimidate me or it, it was just like wow. I don't understand why this is entertaining. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. You know that was that was it. But yeah, nothing Gore, really yeah, seeing Gore was a lot like seeing a a, a musical off Broadway. Yeah. But there are those. Um, <laughs> You see the the clown core uh, post that I've 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 posted it before, like the the two clowns that are in um in the one porta potty, yeah, and they're and they're playing song and it's total death metal, and then they break into some like easy listening saxophone refrain and then back into the death metal. That 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 kind of freaks me out a little bit. <laughs> Because it's it's two clowns playing so, like so just hardcore death metal. Nothing freaked you out as a kid, but as an adult, you're terrified about two clowns in a porta potty. Absolutely. Yep. Okay. Yep. That's how right. it works yeah, that's, for me. That's yeah. kind of a cross section of things. I think that kind of goes hey. too far. I'm about to play the headlines intro again. Uh, if oh, you're listening good. at home and you don't like this and you think it's unprofessional, get your own podcast. And now, straight from the Dave and Steve Show news desk in beautiful Anytown, USA Plaza, it's Tracy Green with this week's headlines. Uh-huh, yeah! Our first story, a frightening experience, nearly stopped Jeff Winther from winning the first European tour title in golf. The golfer was leading the event after having overcome windy conditions but needed his six-year-old daughter to get help as he and his wife were locked in a bathroom for 45 minutes while waiting for others to come rescue them. Okay. So first question, there have been very few times when I've been locked in a bathroom with my wife on the occasions where I was locked in a bathroom with my wife. Um, what, so uh, what was? Do, do you why, think he why, was getting a little nooky in the middle of the tournament? Is that what you're implying, Steve? <laughs> they're all golf terms like mashy and nibbling. Yeah, I'm like, what? Are, hmm. Uh, I don't know if he was. Uh, if he, if. <laughs> Tracy, Tracy, I don't know. I don't know if I've ever told you this story, but Steve is reminding me of this now. When we were at Steve's wedding in Maui, right? At a certain point during the reception. So wedding had taken place, great, out on the beach. Then we went back and and had the reception. And at a certain point during the reception, I forget what we needed. We needed some kind of supplies. I mean, it was literally something as like benign as like we need more cups, or I forget what it was. But but Steve's dad knew where to get this. I, I again, you know my memory. I don't remember exactly what it was, but I remember him saying, "I know where we can get some more. Just follow me. We'll take the elevator, and I I know where to get whatever it was. It might have even been something back in his room. I don't remember." So we get on the elevator and the doors start to close and then somebody walked up and pressed the button and the doors stopped and opened back up again. And there was Steve and Wendy who were obviously, and I told this story later at a reception Steve had in Kittitas. So it's not like I haven't told this story in public in front of many people, but it was very obvious that Steve and Wendy were shall we say wanting to start the honeymoon a little early and sneak off to have a little a little nooky nooky, and mm-hmm. so when and it was obvious because when the when the doors opened they were in the middle of a passionate kiss and then they turned and looked at us and immediately both turned bright red and looked mortified that they had been caught because on the on the 
elevator was their best man and their father. And all Ron, Steve's dad, said was, well, get on and like wave them on. And then we all got on the elevator. And I think it was like literally just like a two story hotel, maybe a three story. So it wasn't a long elevator ride. It felt like it lasted for four hours because nobody on the elevator said anything. Everybody knew what was going on, including Steve's dad. And we all just rode in silence, praying that the doors would open as that's quickly how, as that's possible. How, that's how Ron became Steve's dad. That's, that's exactly so let, right. Let's say yeah. he knows. Yeah, right? Yeah. <laughs> that isn't where we were going. Right. So, we- it, yeah, you can tell by the looks on your faces, that's exactly where you were going. You were, you were taking the elevator to Pleasure Town. Tracy, please continue. We had waited so long. (laughs) Our little girl, Nora, six years old, had to go and find guys at the reception to break down the door. We were in there for 45 minutes, I think, and I thought, geez, not today, not Sunday. You're the freaking event leader, and I may not even make my tea time. Wow, what a morning. So staff eventually showed up and broke the door down, freeing Winter to complete his round and finally win his first European tour title. Does the story say anything about his excuse as to why they were both in there? Uh, some some kind of door malfunction. <laughs> it's the Europe. Europe's known for shoddy. The cabinet. <laughs> Europe's known for its uh, shoddy door manufacturing. Yeah. And, yeah. and a requirement of two people in the bathroom at any <laughs> given time. Otherwise, That's you can't true. be in there legally. More scary news, as if uh, television personality Honey Boo Boo being the state's lieutenant governor was not scary enough. (laughs) Another frightening revelation has come out of the state of Ohio. Ohio's debut of its new license plate failed to take off because a banner that depicted on the plate was attached to the wrong end of the Wright Flyer, the Wright Brothers' historic first plane. So what if you see is uh, the plane is uh, flying along and the banner, which should be trailing the plane, is is, is, <laughs> leading, is leading the plane. Because apparently the they didn't know which was the front and which was the back. Oh. It's so weird because, you know, as we record this, because we don't typically record on a Monday, Monday night football's on. And we're from Seattle. The Seahawks are playing. So I've got it on. And a couple of times tonight already, I have seen a commercial where they go into painstaking detail. I forget what it's like for the Grand Wagoneer or something like that about the oh, fact right. that the yeah. flag is backwards. And they explain that the flag is backwards on a lot of things like the space shuttle and things because it's in motion. Yeah. So mm-hmm. you're seeing the opposite side of the flag. And they go the whole entire commercial is about why they have put the flag backwards on their Grand Wagoneer or whatever the hell the vehicle is called. I feel like if you've got to go into that much detail to explain why something is backwards, you should probably just put it forwards because you're not you're not, it's not like there's a bunch of people who are now going to go. I need to get one of those Grand Wagoneers because those guys oh, are yeah. mavericks who put shit backwards and, and know why they're putting like nobody's going to. It's not a selling point And you, it's just going to make a lot of people at barbecues say, hey, Steve, the flag on your Grand Wagoneer is backwards. And then you got to yeah. go into detail. Right. Yeah. That's I, I feel like that's a that that's that's real. That's really bad. That's that's like a. Because all those marketing dollars, that's going to affect the stock price. Because it's well, like- the um, that's true. But the uh, that's that's one of those things. I I think there's a little bit of pandering that's going on there because you see that in a, on a lot of military uniforms. You see the flags yeah. if it's on the shoulder. Yep, that's what they backwards. show in that commercial too. Yep. Yeah. But if you're so. not sure which way the Wright brothers' plane goes, uh, maybe, <laughs> maybe maybe you you maybe you spend ten seconds and, and find a YouTube video. Just. 
10 yeah. seconds. Just 10 so seconds. So the, uh, the new license plate illustrates uh, rays of sunlight beaming into the sky with a banner that reads the birthplace of aviation draped across the horizon. But the banner, which should have been trailing behind the plane, appears in front of it. Now, uh, after the unveiling, officials have uh, uh, in charge of this said in a statement that they were aware of the mishap and it would be corrected to show the banner trailing the plane uh, before Ohioans uh, would upgrade their plates. So um, anyway, the front of the uh, famous Wright Brothers plane is often easily mistaken for its back uh, and front because of the plane's propellers were located in the back instead of the front. So there you go. I feel like they should just replace it with that one. We've all seen that black and white footage of the guy on the bicycle airplane that dry, rides off the cliff and just nosedives and crashes and it all bends around. I think they should just <laughs> yeah. have that as the new. There it is. Yeah. Right, brothers. Yep. Did, and I think I, that's no, more. They owned, they owned a bicycle shop. <laughs> that, was a, that was the thing. It's more fitting of Ohio, I think, in a lot of ways. And, uh, Hey, this from a state that actually is uh, first in flight, a North Carolina town, finds itself under siege by buzzards, and nothing the locals do scared to scare them off seems to work. The buzzards have chosen the town of Bunn, B-U-N-N, as a meeting place for the past year, and they've been congregating at every available location. On Wednesday, there were 28 buzzards perched on a cellular tower and another 21 at the local high school across the street. Allie Leggett said she counted 58 buzzards in her yard on the roof and along the fence atop the garage at one point and she said the unwelcome visitors would perch on her chimney and peck the bricks pulling them down other locals say the buzzards ate the roof vents off of a nearby restaurant if you're the listening buzzards ate the roof off of a nearby restaurant <laughs> well yeah uh, the roof vents yes oh. Yeah, that's that's way better. Hey, if you're listening to this right now, if you're listening to this podcast, rewind this sucker about a minute, minute and a half, and listen to Tracy's segue from the Wright Brothers story into this one. Listen to how seamless that is, and know he made that segue on COVID. That's, that's, true. That, that's true. I don't know. You guys, I don't know if we mentioned that earlier, that I am actually infected with COVID. Suck on that, right Walter Cronkite. Yeah, and uh, who barely probably even had Hong Kong flu yeah. at any given point. Yeah. So, Which is now just near, merely known as influenza A. So, I mean, anyway, I'm just saying, <laughs> we, it's clear that I am He did. He, far he didn't have a bad case of the chicken box. <laughs> yeah, he didn't have any chicken box. Now watch that. how he brings this back from what he's talking about right now back to the buzzards. Here we go. Go. So in December, uh, Bun High School fired a propane cannon day and night. And that worked for a while, but police chief Steve Massey said the birds returned. Uh, the school has hung vulture effigies around its rooftop to deter the uh, birds from gathering. That didn't keep them away either. Commonly called buzzards, these turkey vultures uh, uh, are, that are appearing in this town. It's important to remember that the uh, federal and state laws outlaw killing, hurting, or harassing them uh, unless it's a cannon, apparently. Well, yeah, unless it's a propane cannon or or making effigies of them. Yeah, right? Yeah, I, I would feel harassed if somebody made an effigy of me. <laughs> and then it hung was it my, like my, right around where you hang out? Yeah, like my neighbors all put together, like probably very nicely put together mean effigies of me to make me leave the neighborhood. That, yeah, I'd, I'd feel harassed. So, um, <laughs> yeah, I'm definitely going to follow up on this because I, I believe there's going to be a court case that these, uh, these, uh, oh, turkey yeah. vultures are going to have their day in court. Yep. Uh, for sure. Anyway, so our fourth story, if you have a home 
you want to sell and it's right around Halloween, you may want to follow what one Michigan real estate agent did. Real estate agent James Pyle dressed up as the ghost face from the movie Scream and posed in several of his home shots. The home listing for a four-bedroom home in Michigan on Zillow has since reached over 1.5 million views in the last two weeks. Yeah, I want to I wanna buy that house. It's not that I'm curious about seeing the pictures of a ghost in the house. It's that I definitely am interested in buying a house with a ghost. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> definitely a murderous ghost from a movie about slashers. If, if you guys, if you're not, um, right. if you're not already following this Facebook group, uh, those of you listening and also the you two on the show with me here right now mm-hmm. that I'm talking to that are named Steve and Tracy, you should mm-hmm. be following the Facebook group called Zillow Gone Wild. It is literally just Zillow postings uh, of people that have some weird thing in their house. Like, It'll be a typical looking rambler, but when you go inside, it's literally a lovingly recreated Death Star inside, like yeah. down to the, <laughs> like, and, and and all the things in between like that. And so like, they will have houses like this where, and the, the people who run that group are great because they will just say like, well, I didn't expect that. And then they'll have a Zillow posting and a bunch of pictures and you go through the pictures and it looks like a normal house until you get to the room that has like blood running down the walls and it says, you'll all die here. And it, there's a bunch of comments on that picture of like, why wouldn't they paint over that and everything? Like, it's all that kind of stuff. So Zillow Gone Wild, if you don't follow it, you should follow it because it's amazing. Oh, I did that one time. I we, we had a we had a room that was um, that was white and we were going to paint it red. So I went in and I painted a bunch of, you know, horrible things. And yeah. I was showing showing friends at work the house that I just bought. I got it. We got a really great deal on it. And it's like, you know, um, you know, we'll be back. And like, you can, I, it, I never showed a full like message. Yeah. I only showed part of a message on one. And then like a couple pictures later, like the other part of the message <laughs> yeah. so that, so that it, it was not like, and they're like, Hey, uh, what, what was going on with that wall? <laughs> um, Oh, don't worry. We're repainting everything. Yeah, no, no, yeah. we're repainting it. It's all they said something horrible happened, but it's not that big a deal. They're they're going to jail. It's not a big deal. Um, anyway, yeah. Sorry. Yeah. I mean, it was I don't think they got full murder charge, but I mean manslaughter at least. Yeah. So there's yeah, like four yeah, yeah. years. Yeah, least. and those floorboards are gonna be covered up anyway, so it's not that big a deal. Yeah. So Pyle had Ghostface pictured uh, doing what any normal homeowner would be doing, like raking leaves in the yard, carving a pumpkin with a butcher knife in the kitchen, and hiding behind curtains in the living room, and even sitting at one point on the toilet in the bathroom. So. I don't, I, yeah, I'm, I'm sort of like, I don't know, because he's such a ghost face in that whole The Scream series and all that kind of stuff. That doesn't, that's the kind of stuff that doesn't really freak me out. If you had just because it, and it's so it's so on the nose too. like you're not trying to hide him or anything like that. If you had basically like taken a bunch of pictures of the house and not said anything about it, made a big deal about it. But in one of the photos, you could just see the cracked closet door and there was a clown face staring out from inside. And you said nothing about that would freak me out. You yeah. see, that's there was a guy that did something's very similar to this in a Sasquatch um, outfit. Sure. And so he was just like he was too prominent. But it was funny. It was like there were they were they were showing the backyard and he was just kind of on the edge of the wood that sort of boarded up there. And I thought that was the perfect one. And they should have really kind of stopped there left it or there. had him yeah. kind of subtly appear there. But then they had gone, he, he was too, too present in these photos. And so you're right. If there was something where 
somebody we just went oh my gosh look at the fourth photo yeah look what you see there that's the kind of stuff that uh would be uh, more provocative but it, otherwise it's just haha i got the joke yeah. okay fine yeah. look he's like, uh, he, he's on the toilet <laughs> like, a, like a barn hayloft with a bunch of old dolls lined up around the yeah wall. that kind of thing yeah <laughs> exactly like, oh, yeah, yeah. I don't like that at all. oh yeah. i was i was up hiking uh i was up hiking in the middle of nowhere this summer and i found like about four or five dolls laid out yeah somewhere there and i i took a picture i'll send a, a picture to you guys but no wow, thank you did that freak me out no you don't need so to yeah i sat down and had a snack and i was talking to the dolls it turns out it's not that <laughs> big a deal because um, <laughs> you know you know that was either that was either something really wrong that took place or it was just a hunter with a sense of humor like it, it, it was it's one of the two but you got a 50 50 chance that it was something pretty awful yeah. Oh, Reggie, were. are you taking those dolls up there again? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm going to take them dolls up there. I'm going to put them out. Oh, it's going to be great. Don't do that. Don't, oh, just has you're, a you're just littering, Reggie. You're yeah. just littering. A ginormous oh, no. sack of dolls that he gets from Goodwill each time. He just brings some more. Oh, just goes hiking and I found stops. your sack of dolls, Reggie. <laughs> I found them in the garage. It's You're too sick. many dolls, Reggie. Telling you too to get help. <laughs> Just a joke, Ma. Too many dolls, Reggie. Too many. You should. You only go hunting twice a year, and that's that's forty-five dolls, Reggie. Forty-five dolls. Classic, Reggie. And that's the news, fellas. We're going to let Tracy get some rest. We're going to wrap things up. We're going to call it a night. Uh, thanks for bearing with us this week. It was a weird week. I don't know if we'll have more weeks like this because uh, it seems like each year the weather gets worse and worse in the Seattle region. We get more and more severe weather. Um, and I don't I don't know if I'm going to lose more power or more Internet or both or whatever. So uh, bear with us through the winter. We'll try and, and do the best we can with what we've got. And in the meantime, Steve, anything else from you? Nothing good. Tracy, anything else from you? Get well soon, by the way. I'm going to be recovering from uh, COVID and uh, and getting out of the house. I may go gro grocery shopping or something. It'll be fun. Yeah. Do you need anything brought over? Or do you have a... I, I don't. Uh, I, I don't. I'm, I'm actually really, really quite good. I just... I need to get out, though. That's the... The thing. And I'm, I'm currently diseased. So... If you'd like to send groceries to Tracy... Email them to the Dave and Steve show at the Dave and Steve show at gmail.com and we'll make sure they get to Tracy. Just email all your groceries right to us. We'll get them to Tracy. It's wonderful. Thank you. All right. Until next time, for Steve, for Tracy, for me, Dave, we'll talk to you next time right here on the Dave and Steve show. <laughs> <laughs>